get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Not today. Not today. We have sent Tim McKernan on vacation. And when Tim McKernan goes on vacation, that is when you absolutely have to start following him on the social channels because you just never know what's going to be. Now, if you find out, I don't actually know where Tim is going. He might be going to Vegas. That's where he likes to go. You know, he'll probably hit the golf course and he'll probably be wearing that goofy Irish hat, you know, that, that he likes to wear. That's something that, okay, it's sort of like, like a bad, wear that hat, you know you're part Irish. That, that's, why, that's why you wear, you know, the Peaky, Blinders, uh, the, the Peaky Blinders hat there. But Tim McKernan not in today. It is the Bloon Party. It is presented by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Glad to have you with us. Chris Kerber with you here, filling in for the next hour. And we're just going to be killing some time here. So here's what we've got coming up. Taylor Twelman, we're moving him up a little bit early. We're going to talk City SC MLS. Another good win, a one nothing win, a late goal win for City SC over the weekend. But they're right back at it tomorrow. They play the three games in ten days, heading into the All Star game. So we'll talk about what's going on with City SC with Taylor Twelman at ten fifteen. Blues president and CEO Chris Zimmerman. He's going to join us just after ten thirty. Some great news breaking last. Last night, I don't know if anybody saw it, about the Blues putting another bid in for the 2026 World Junior Championship. So Chris was also down at the draft. We'll talk to him in a little bit. And then the last segment is going to be a little bit of a free-for-all here. So here's the question I'm going to open the show up with for everybody. You can text it in to us on the Air Comfort Service text line at 399-9646-399-9646. Of course, now you've got the YouTube channel at 101 ESPN STL at 101 ESPN STL. I saw something on Instagram two days ago and it was a competition and it was a champ. It was a 2023 championships. Okay, so this is current. This isn't something that just popped up a few years ago because of COVID. I swear to God, I never thought I would see this be an actual competition, but it was. So I'll tell you what that competition is in the final segment of this hour. But it leads to this question, and I can't wait to see where everything goes with this. It, it leads to this question. What's the weirdest competition you thought or you think you'd watch, you have seen? Uh, just something. Get, start sending us the list of what the strangest competition is that you may have witnessed in your life. All right. And I'm going to tell you right now that if anybody says, well, I was over in the UK and I saw cheese rolling. Okay. Nope. Cheese rolling isn't going to even be close to the weirdness 
of what I found here. So that's that's where we're at. Grant Francis helping produce the show this week as well. Grant, how are you? I'm doing great. I can't wait to give you my weird competition that I always used to love to watch. So they got these TV cameras in here now for the uh-huh. YouTube channel. I don't have it up on my thing, and it's cutting me off there. So am I supposed to sit? I think it is, is better for when you're sitting. Maybe sit. you're just too tall, Curves, for these cameras. No, five foot nine is not too tall. <laughs> Randy is a lot taller than I am. All right, now I'm sitting. There you go. Is now you're better? centered. Now you're is centered. That better? You look great, Curves. Listen, I tell you what, if anybody is tuning in on the YouTube channel, the one thing you're not going to see, like, okay, the lighting is what it is in here. So it's going to bounce off my dome, you know, no matter what. Like, it's, bounce, it's bouncing off the here. Hey, so I just got back from Italy. You were uh, Alex Ferrario was down at the draft. I know you you mm-hmm. followed that closely. I want to get your thoughts on some of this stuff. But I just got back from Italy, and I wonder if anybody else has experienced this. I spent ten days in Italy with my family. Had an amazing trip. Yes, the food was great. Not every place we at was ate was mind blowing. Great food. Like you realize, okay, this pasta was better. This this meat was here. This fish here was great. But I'll tell you something, and it also could be because you're walking 15,000 steps a day doing, doing a lot of things. But between that and eating, I felt great. I get home, and you start to eat again kind of like you'd eat when you're at home. Sometimes you're crazy, and sometimes at this. And look, I, 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 I'm not the healthiest of eaters, you know, so sometimes I will grab the bag of chips instead of the dried cauliflower, right? But after eating for about 10 days at home again, it's amazing how awful you actually feel. All this stuff about the processed foods, all, all, all this other stuff, like, it's actually, it's got me thinking there's got to be something to it. There's got to be something to it. Uh, you know, what's in the foods that we allow here in the States versus in Europe and other countries, because it was a was a totally, totally different experience from an eating standpoint. So I've, I'm going to see how people feel about that one over the course of this week as well. Hey, tomorrow... Craig Berube, Blues head coach, is going to join us at ten fifteen. We got a good lineup this yeah. week. Jake Neighbors is going to join us uh, on Thursday. Tim Taylor, who is in charge of the whole prospect camp, he is going to be joining us, and he'll be joining us on Friday. We've got some other guests we're going to mix in there as well. So uh, it, this is going to be uh, it's it's going to be a great week of of some fun and some hockey talk. How many people out there love seeing Garcia and Rosa Arena at the All Star game last night? Are you over it? Or does it still burn your butt? Oh, I don't think people does it are still over burn it right your, now. Burn your rear end. Maybe if it, uh, if the Cardinals weren't performing as poor as they are right now, it wouldn't burn as bad. But the fact that it's been so uh, terrible the first half of this season makes it sting a little more. You, you know what? It and and it's not going to change. Yeah. All right. I, I I hate to break it to y'all. It's not going to change. So just get through it. Watch the All-Star game. Enjoy the All-Star game. Hey, here's a question I don't know. I was thinking watching the, the Home Run Derby last night because I can't remember. Have they have they switched now where, like, during the All-Star game itself, like the National League is all wearing one jersey? Or do, the, do, do, the, do you actually still wear your hometown jersey during the game? That's a good question. I can't that remember I'm not how sure they did that either. But I kind of like that. I, I like that they would have sort of all the same jerseys. But I'd like if they did where there were like little changes for the teams. No, you no, know what I mean. No, no, you no, absolutely not. You don't like that. No, at the All Star Game, and again, it might be this way. I don't remember how how it went. I, sh- I I could pull up some real quick video and and figure it out, but I didn't. Uh, no, you, I, you wear like tonight. You want to see. 
You want to see Arenado in the Cardinals jersey. And that was the that was the best part about the All-Star game. One of the best parts was each team where like when you see highlights of Cal Ripken and you see highlights of Ken Griffey Jr., highlights of Pete Rose, or highlights of of any of them, they were always in their hometown uniforms. That was to me one of the coolest parts of the All-Star game. But I, I don't know how they're how they're doing that one now. I gotta figure that out. Which means I'm either gonna be disappointed later on tonight or I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine either way when I come to think about it. Uh, right, but you got to get past it. Listen, uh, over the course of this week, too, is I'm, I'm filling in for Tim from, from 10 to 11. There's going to be plenty of hockey talk. We're going to mix in some of the baseball talk as well because, man, as, as you hit the all-star break for the St. Louis Cardinals season, the similarities this season for the Cardinals and for the St. Louis Blues are eerie. It's scary. Some of the questions you're asking, some of the questions you had coming in, some of the decisions that led to this uh, a failed season. And yes, I know there's time. Until I see a massive turnaround, I'm going to assume this is a failed season for the St. Louis Cardinals. But the reality of it is how these two teams got to where they're at is actually quite different. Some of the decision-making of how they got there. The Cardinals taking far too many gambles, far too many unknowns, far too many we hopes versus realities. The Blues hanging on to say Vladimir Tarasenko. Too, they held on to him a season too long. I really believe that's one of the reasons that cost the Blues this past season, right, and, and for some other things. So we'll get into that a little later on in the show as well, but we've got to hit a, a couple of guests here on the opening show. So, again, Taylor Twelman coming up right away. We're going to hear from Chris Zimmerman after that. And, again, on the text line, 399 9646, the Air Comfort Service text line on the YouTube channel at 101 ESPN STL. The strangest competition you have seen that either you were surprised with or will watch. We'll see if anybody comes up with the one that I found. We'll talk about that one in the final segment. We'll be back in a moment. It's the Balloon Party presented by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Back in a moment on 101 ESPN. To the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. We're heading down to the pitch to talk soccer and City SC with Taylor Twelman. Talking with Twelman on 101 ESPN is presented by the City SC debit card exclusively at Together Credit Union. Well, we welcome you back into the Balloon Party. Chris Kerber with you here for the next hour, well, until 11 o'clock, filling in for Tim McKernan. This has become one of my favorite must-listen-to segments of the week. And if I miss it, I jump in on the podcast to make sure I pick it up, so I'm absolutely thrilled that with Tim on vacation, we were still able to keep this segment going. Taylor Twelman, MLS analyst on the TV side, joins us here. Uh, Taylor, thanks so much for sticking with us this week while Tim's on vacation. How are you? No problem. I'm sorry you drew the short straw this week, my man. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? Listen, unfortunately, I know you have a heart out. Otherwise, I might keep you for the rest of the hour because I'm. Uh, now, if I'm not mistaken, you just did. You just return from London. Uh, landed about 18 minutes ago. Yes, sir. Oh, holy cow! Was it was it personal or was it over there for some soccer stuff? Uh, there's a number 10 from a South American country that is going to be making his debut in Major League Soccer very shortly here. So, uh, 
Let's just say it was a PR tour. Uh, that I understand. I'm actually um, I'm I'm excited as how we booked. I booked airfare this morning, so for about the last five or six years, because of Jim Woodcock here in St. Louis, I started following Fulham, so I became a huge Fulham fan. Watch all the games, and then uh, got to know Tim Ream just a little bit. Their analyst on the radio side, Jamie Reed. So uh, I think I'm leaving on August 16th, going over to watch Fulham's home opener at the Cottage. So I can't. I've, I've never been to awesome, London. I cannot man. wait to get over there to see it. It will be amazing, and um, I wouldn't be shocked if there's a third American on that team over the next two weeks, maybe. Well, that okay. I'll do my research. I won't even ask you who it is unless you want to tell me. I'll do my research, but I I love it. And actually, and I want to throw this out there, too, beforehand. My daughter, who plays CYC soccer at uh, St. Joseph's, I helped coach that team. Uh, your dad has been on the field with this group of girls and all these kids uh, once or twice a year for the last uh, few years. It's amazing to me, the commitment that uh, your dad still has with youth soccer and what he's done. It was, it's been awesome to just be on the field with him, watching him coach these kids. So it's, it's pretty cool to see the impact he still has locally. Yeah, I just think my dad's a great example of what the city of St. Louis is all about, about giving back and giving it back to the generations for years to come and now being a part of St. Louis City and, and helping Lutz Fonenstiel and that group. My dad's had a huge impact on... Uh, you know, making the group. If I'm half the man my dad is, I did something right. Yeah, I, I feel the same way when it comes to my father as well. I love it. Taylor Twelman joining us here on the Balloon Party. Taylor, early on in, in one of your early interviews with Tim McKernan, you mentioned uh, you know, the, the style of play that Bradley Carnell and Lutz uh, Fan and Steel have uh, for City SC. And one of the question marks that a lot of people had in terms of the season was, as you get into the dog days of summer, as you get into the hotter days, would they be able to continue with that constant go, constant pressuring style of play that that has made them successful this year? Have you seen them be able to stick with it? Have you seen them wane? Or even with the injuries, are, are you surprised that they have been able to kind of keep that form for the most part? I think they've outperformed uh, any expectation that I have, it's especially when Leuven and Klaus go down at the same time. Uh, they've had a few moments, a few lulls in the season, which is traditional for any MLS franchise. But when you look at what St. Louis City has done with their roster, their style of play, and the ability to still score goals from a variety of different players in a variety of different ways, uh, they've outperformed any expectation I had. And that's the tip of the cap to the system. It's a tip of the cap to the roster. And this summer transfer window, uh, Lutz Fondenschild wants to pull a few pieces, you know, and, and he's made it abundantly clear they're not going to be big names, but uh, I'd be shocked if they're not pieces that are expected to contribute immediately when they come in. If they get Nielsen back as a center back, a bona fide Bundesliga center back, uh, you're talking about a real contender to win the Western Conference, and who would have thought that six months ago? No, that that is amazing. He, Lutz joined us on one of our hockey post game shows. Actually, we brought him down to the hockey game, and then he joined us at Obi Clark's for one of our extended shows. And he was talking about building this team, and he said, "No, we may not have any stars, and maybe they're up and coming stars, but we're not looking for big names." He was really set on building a team approach. And it seems, at least from the outside, uh, Taylor, do you think that Bradley Carnell has has wound up being maybe the, the perfect coach for that team sense? Yeah, I think the system's the perfect way for that team. Now, in saying that, I think Lutz would also say off the record, Edward Leuven's a special player. I mean, you talk to the opposing coaches in this league, 
everyone mentions Edwin Leuven. So we're, we're downplaying Leuven as being that kind of player. He is that player. However, St. Louis City have won three games in a row. So it, it, the style of play, the system, it, 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 it to some is any individual part. And that's what Lutz wanted. That's what he's created. But now you throw in a healthy Edwin Leuven who looks like he's turning the corner fitness-wise. Now you're talking about a completely different ballgame. If you've got 20 guys, 22 guys that believe in the system, believe in what you're doing, and are pushing each other, sometimes that's greater than three big names that can carry you to the final. When, when you hear the story that it was Blues forward Alexander Steen that uh, reached out to Nilsson to talk about what it would be like as a pro athlete here in St. Louis, that kind of camaraderie between the teams to bring in athletes like Nilsson, who, again, we've heard he's, he's back in training, and hopefully we see him soon. It, it, it makes it easier for guys to make a decision to come to a, an unknown place, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, listen, the Cardinals, the Blues, those players will speak for themselves with how great of a sports town St. Louis is. But soccer's different, you know, and even the Blues and Cardinals are starting to see soccer's in the fabric and the heartbeat of this city. It's one of the few cities in America that can say that. And so for St. Louis City and Carolyn Kendall and her family to have immediate success, it's only going to make the project more fun. It's only going to make it greater. And the expectations are going to be higher not that they've had great success early on, but I love it. I'm sitting here with Grant Francis, who's 24 years old, and if I say the bronze boot game, he has no idea what I'm talking about. I, I, when you try, when I try to tell people the, how much like the, the bronze boot game used to sell out in the crowds at Bush Stadium and things like that for for college soccer, you're right. I mean, it is. There's a whole nother level of even young soccer fans that maybe they've followed some of the other leagues or followed MLS for a while that are even understanding just how rooted the sport is in St. Louis. Yeah, but in fairness to the younger generation, their exposure to the sport is exponentially greater than anything I had. That's a good and point, anything that was seven years ago. You can watch any game in the world in the United States. I just left London eight hours ago. They can't watch every Premier League in their own country. So I think we're downplaying the exposure to the greatest game around the world in a variety of ways. And a younger generation in America looks at this. But St. Louis, all you have to do is open Wikipedia, Google, do whatever you want. After five minutes, you'll realize how big of a city in soccer history it has. Taylor Jackson scores his first goal of the season and the only goal of the game for MLS in their game on Saturday night. What is it about this team that has given other teams fits defensively that has also allowed as many different players to be a part of the offense? Uh, immediately when the ball turns over in the next six, seven seconds, it's pure hell trying to play out of that. And when they turn you over, they're turning you over in bad positions, precarious spots that allows players to fill in the gaps. And so you don't need to be the most dynamic player. Now, Jackson's a special player. There are Bundesliga scouts uh, all over him and looking at him. So he's a player that is on the radar of a lot of teams around the world. But in essence, the system all over the world is allowing the sum to be greater than the parts. So you don't need a Messi, a Neymar, an Mbappe. You just need to be in the right spot at the right time. Timo Werner, one of the German national team players, scored over 30 goals for Red Bull, Le- for, for Red Bull Leipzig. And when you look at what Leipzig has done, that's how they've done it. That is the Red Bull way. That's how the global way. And now a lot of clubs around the world are trying to emulate that. And that's exactly where Bradley Carnell came from. Is it coincidence or is it 
there's something you could put your finger on that has Cincinnati, Nashville, and St. Louis as three of the top four clubs in the MLS. And three of those teams are either like St. Louis new this year or very new teams to MLS. Uh, I mean, that's. I think it's an apples-to-oranges conversation when you look at Cincinnati. They were the worst team in MLS three straight years, Chris. So three straight years, they were the doormat of the league. Yep. Then they bring in St. Louis and Pat Noonan. They bring in a good buddy of mine and Chris Albright. They changed that very quickly. Cincinnati now is uh, you know on, on the front foot of setting a record for most points in a regular season. Nashville's got the, arguably the greatest player in the league in Ahani Mukhtar. And I think Nashville is, if they get the nine right and their new signing right, which rumors are they're going to do so, I think Nashville's in the top three favorites to win MLS Cup. We can talk about Tim Parker being an all-star. Kyle Hebert's had a good year. Uh, You've got what Leuven's done, Klaus before he got hurt, all the different aspects of this. But is City SC anywhere near where they are without Berkey and Nett? No, Berkey's an MVP candidate. So uh, he may be the first goalie to win MVP since Tony Miola did in 2000. And I've said that now for three or four weeks on Apple TV. I'll say it again. Uh, He is outperforming the metrics on a level nobody has ever seen in Major League Soccer. And Petrovic in New England is one of the best goalies. Andre Blake, one of the best goalies. Roman Berkey standing on his head, and he's outperforming those two combined. He will be an MVP candidate if St. Louis City wins the West. And if they win the West, I'll be shocked if he doesn't win it. Before we let you go, and thanks for joining us, 18 minutes after landing from London, Taylor Twelman here on the Balloon Party. Taylor, did, in your travels, were you able to catch any of the uh, last USA men's national game, uh, the, the craziness of, of extra time in the final two minutes, and, and any thoughts on, on their game tomorrow against Panama? Yeah, I think you're going to see an eerily similar game the way you saw it against Canada. Very methodical, very pragmatic. The team's going to sit in defense, going to be ugly. I think they've got to really think about their patterns of play. If you're going to whip in over 40 crosses, then Brandon Vasquez has to be your nine. You can't rely on Jesus Ferreira to do that. It's going to be in San Diego. United States are favored to win. Uh, Matt Turner came up huge against Canada, but I expect the same kind of ugly game that we saw against Canada the other night. That is awesome. Taylor, it's a thrill having you on. Thanks for uh, coming on, uh, despite Tim not being here. And uh, look forward to seeing you when you're back in town at some point in time. And uh, reach out to your dad and thank him again for all of us, because, his, again, his commitment to youth soccer is still just phenomenal and, and a great part. We, we appreciate you joining us here uh, after just getting back from London. No problem. Have a good one, bud. All right, you too. That's Taylor Twelman here on the Balloon Party. And, uh, man, I had about 65 other questions or angles I could have gone with him, Grant. Like, there's just... I will say this. So, watching as much soccer as I do, I have actually found a way to... Like, if I was in college, right, could maybe recover a little bit quicker, maybe even just 10 years ago compared to now, right? There are certain words that if I'm watching, um, there's certain words that if I'm watching a soccer game, I could turn into a hell of a drinking game. It's like Pierre Maguire when he was on yeah. uh, the NHL broadcast. Well, yeah. So, so think about that. Okay. So, so quality. All right. Well, I think, I think what you got to do, and you could, you could do this no matter what the league. And by the way, like, like you notice Taylor Twelman mentioned several times, you know, he kept talking about the Bundesliga. Well, that's where that's where Lutz came from. Okay, so and and he had so he had enough time, and then COVID, 
COVID in the end for City SC was a blessing in disguise. The fact that they had an extra year to get the stadium ready, to prepare, to look, to bring players over six months early. They've all talked about it. I talked to Tim Parker about it. I've I, I talked to Kyle Hebert about it. They, they, the, the ability to come over and get settled early has been huge for them. All right, but back to the drinking game. I think if you get uh, get a sh- you know a shot of bourbon, a shot of Irish whiskey, right? Put a shot of scotch if you want to do some vodka, do you know whatever. And then, and then anytime like the word you hear the word quality, okay, quality is one word. Um, form you won't hear quite as much, all right. But from target quality, yeah, target, all right. Anybody else wants to text into our text line with some other ones, but that's that's a few. I mean, I could. I'm sitting there. I uh, I was actually watching a game on my own, listening to this, going, "Oh man, I could just start writing down names and turn this into one hell of a drinking game." Should be pretty good. All right, the question we threw. We're going to talk to Chris Zimmerman here in just a minute. Uh, breaking news last night about the St. Louis area and a bid uh, potentially for the 2026 World Junior Championships. It's something they've tried before. We'll see if we can knock down that door this time and actually get it. We'll talk to Chris Zimmerman about that here in just a couple of minutes. Um, before we go with that, any updates? The strangest competition. Please, I told people on the text line, jump in with some of the strangest competitions uh, that you've seen coming in. We're seeing if anybody can guess the one that I found that I still can't believe that I saw this. We had one person text in um, from the 618, a testicle eating competition held in our town every year for the testicle festival. Is that legit? Yeah, people eat pig testicles. It's oh, that is that is okay. Yeah. Rocky Mountain oysters. That's what it Rocky is. Mountain oysters. Yeah. You know, I, the last time we got onto this topic, I signed Alex Ferrari up for a, a, a that's right for a, a thing called <laughs> backyardgoats.com. He's still getting and he's emails. still getting emails from it. Somebody said a husband calling contest. Yes, that was in Iowa. So you know the pig calling contest. Yeah. Uh, we've seen that on TikTok. YouTube did they, for did years. the husbands actually when the wife was calling go to them or did the husbands run like hell? Oh, God, like that's a away. good question. That's, that's what I need. Okay. Their fight or flight All kicked right. in. Text it in. You can find out one way or another. But so far, I'm telling you, I can't believe what I saw here. But you will know what I'm talking about, just not in a competition form. I still don't. All right, we'll come back in a moment. Chris Zimmerman next on the Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Tim's not here. He's on vacation. They called 15 other people to see if they could fill in. They weren't available. They got so low on the list, they called me up and said, will you come in and talk for an hour? I said, yeah, I think I could do that. 
But no, just kidding. Glad to be in filling in for Tim here on the Balloon Party. Chris Carver filling in this week. Tomorrow, Craig Berube joining us at 10.15. A more hardcore St. Louis Blues tomorrow, talking about some of the free agent signings, what we've seen around the league. Um, you know, you've, you've got the player-selected arbitration for Alexi Torovchenko. What does that mean? We'll get into that a lot tomorrow between 10 and 11 here on the Balloon Party. Our thanks to Taylor Twelman joining us. Uh, he had just landed from London. He was on a PR tour talking about a certain number 10 that'll be coming to MLS. I pretty much know that you're talking about Messi. Unfortunately, it looks like Lionel Messi is going to make his debut a week after Miami is here in St. Louis. Uh, So uh, that's a bit of a bummer. At least that's the way all the reports are pointing right now. So we're pleased to be joined now by Blues President and CEO Chris Zimmerman. Some great news breaking last night. Blues trying to get the 2026 World Junior Championships. We'll talk about that in a little bit more. Chris, uh, thanks for making a quick adjustment for us late uh, to shift to 1030. How are you this morning? Uh, I'm doing great, Curbs. I'm I'm just really happy to hear hear you're out there working. I I know you would be anyway, but uh, this is maybe a little bit more public, getting you back on the air. Yeah, I just, you know, I I, I did some throat exercises, some voice work, and said, now let's go see if any knowledge is there. So, Chris, a great column yesterday from Ben Fredrickson, and for those that didn't see it on STL.com, they can. A lot of information, a lot to learn, but the St. Louis Blues, under your leadership, have tried to bring as many big events as they can, and we've been successful in bringing some, like the Winter Classic and others, that are NHL events, Uh, you know, the, the 88 championships, youth hockey championships and more how big and how important is the world championships on your radar so the you know the world junior world junior hockey championships so that's probably the first thing for getting people to just understand well what does that mean world juniors so uh the tournament is the best players 20 years old and under in the world to representing 10 different countries. So simply put, it's really the Olympics of ice hockey for players on 20 and under. And as you can imagine, these are the, the teams from these 10 countries are largely filled with the future NHL stars. And they are. So that's what fans know. It's, again, when you hear us during the hockey season talking about players maybe leaving an NHL team or a junior player, you know, going to play in the World Junior Championships, every other year they're held in Canada. And then the years after that, they can be held in Europe or the United States. Buffalo has held it a couple of times. Chris, this is the uh, another bid that the St. Louis and the region has put in to host this event. What did you learn from the first bid process that's important that may lead to success in getting the event here the second time around? Well, I, I think I think a, a number of things have changed since that last event. Um, you know, I, I would say at the time we didn't have um, Enterprise Center hadn't been renovated to now the experience and the way we present the game and and the overall setting for for players, the quality of our ice locker rooms, this is a completely different facility, and and that in itself is certainly um, a big asset, a big change. Um, we didn't have Centene Community Ice Center, which would be um, where some of what they the the ancillary games, some of the um, sm- smaller games, smaller. 
between certain countries. Um, we all know that's that's a world class facility. We've had USA Canada women's games there. Um, that will be a great, if you will, satellite facility. So we didn't have that. Um, beyond that, I think we've proven uh, with the Winter Classic, with the All Star Game, um, that like other sports, St. Louis fans show up big time for big events and. Um, this is essentially, uh, unfortunately, we probably don't have hosting the Winter Olympics in our near future, <laughs> but this gives us the opportunity to really hold what would be the biggest international sporting event um, in the history of the city since 1904 when we hosted the Olympics. Yeah, 19 organizations so far, in addition to the St. Louis Sports Commission and Blues that have pledged their support and effort to host the 2026 World Junior Championships, include everything from Governor Mike Parsons' office to the city of St. Louis to St. Louis County, St. Charles County. I mean, and it just goes on and on to the police departments, the fire departments, St. Louis uh, Lambert Airport, uh, World Trade Center, St. Louis Regional Business Council. So many are already on board. What does it mean, though, Chris, to have the support and be able to have the voices that we didn't have before, like a Matthew Kachuk, like a Trent Frederick? I mean, Wayne Gretzky is part of the organizing committee co-chairs now, that to have that behind this effort. Well, I, th- I think we're just, <laughs> we'd like to be the best hockey market in the world, ultimately. And everything that we're doing from the from the top-level NHL players that we're producing to our facilities to the events and how we run them. All of that certainly is establishing um, St. Louis as certainly one one of the great and one of the top uh, hockey markets in the world. Beyond that, there's there's a, you know, what? why else is this important? It's important because a massive economic impact. You have 10 teams coming in, 10 countries coming in. You have, um, including some of the pre-tournament games, 40 games over the course of nearly three weeks. So this isn't just a weekend. The official tournament is actually a 10-day tournament that starts on December 26th and ends on January 5th. So this is an event that we believe will capture the imagination of of hockey fans. It will introduce new hockey fans. It will give people in the Midwest the chance to see this event. The U.S., this will only be the sixth time that the U.S. has hosted this event in the 50 years that it's been played. And um, I just believe with all the different things from Union Station to Ballpark Village, you know, we've got a great story. We are a great hockey market, and um, this will this will go down as other big time um, sports events have in St. Louis as being a massive success. Uh, Chris, I know you were down in Nashville uh, at, at the time of the draft for the draft and all that. Uh, do, do you have any thoughts on the off season so far for the St. Louis Blues? Well, it's been obviously an active one. Um, and really, I think when you say off season, you know, I think you go you go really back to the trade deadline and and getting prepared 
for, you know, what is obviously um, some transitions in our team. And um, I think, you know, the talent that we um, saw at the development camp, um, I think, as, as other, others have said, we're in a place in terms of the pipeline of talent coming in um, that, you know, we really haven't had. I don't know if it's ever, but certainly um, over the last decade. So um, I think a lot of energy, um, you know, I got to meet Kevin Hayes um, the day of the draft. So I think it's important when people think of the off season and the work we're not doing only for the future, but also for next year. Um, I kind of feel like the, the Kevin Hayes story um, has, has been um, in somewhat people have moved, moved past that pretty quickly. As you know, that's a major addition and, and really a great, um, a great, uh, acquisition that that Army was able to make for to, for, for now. Yeah, and and not so much like the short term in terms of the Cap and Verona aspect of a contract because Hayes is under contract for three more years, and you, the Philadelphia Flyers uh, through the CBA are picking up fifty percent of that contract to have to go into next season and basically have Hayes and Verona and Kapanen and to have those three players. Uh, for under $10 million is an amazing cap management on the part of Doug Armstrong. We'll get into that a lot more tomorrow, maybe even in the next segment a little bit as well. Craig Berube is going to join us tomorrow at 10.15 here on the Balloon Party. But, uh, Chris, thank you so much for giving us some time this morning. Good luck with some more interviews throughout the rest of the day, and we'll, we'll see you downtown. Yeah, I appreciate it, Curb. Take care. All right, that is Blues President and CEO Chris Zimmerman. And, I mean, really, uh, I'd love to see I'd love to see St. Louis get this event for so many different reasons. Obviously the economic aspect of it is big. But we know what St. Louis is in terms of an event town. Yes, great baseball fans, great hockey fans, great football fans. We know based on the franchises that have been here that the local franchises get great support. I mean, look at what City SC is doing in their very first year and the hype around that and, and really what was really an untapped soccer market, you know, for a long time uh, in, in this area. But they've also proven through the PGA Championship, you know, uh, through all the, well, frankly, through all the different golf events, you know, that have happened here, through just the different side events, through the the gymnastics championships. And St. Louis has proven to be, through the NCAA basketball tournaments, uh, through the Frozen Four, and we've got the Frozen Four coming back, right? I mean, it has proven to be such a great event town that unless, as Ben Fredrickson mentioned, you know, Minnesota's going to be in there, unless... The deciding factors are they continue to say we're staying north because it's going to be easier. It's easier to get people from Winnipeg to Minnesota because there's a direct flight, for example, to Minneapolis-St. Paul. They, As Chris mentioned, it's only been five times that this has been in the United States. They don't need to go back to Buffalo for a third time. You know, this market can show it, and I, I hope that as this process goes along, St. Louis gets it. It will be an amazing amazing event uh, here in town, and you are going to see some of the best young hockey players that are either A, about to get drafted, or B, have been drafted, a lot of them, and now you're waiting to see who's playing for your teams. It, it's it's going to be something else when that happens. All right. I've been teasing it all day. 
Time to go off the rails a little bit. 399-9646, the Air Comfort Service text line or YouTube channel at 101 ESPN STL. Uh, the, the new YouTube channel is up. It's got a chat room in there. All right, events. Events slash competition. Now, notice I didn't call them all sports. Because what did you say, Grant? The one person texted in? Oh, it was the testicle, testicle eating, eating? Cont- uh, yeah, contest. That's what What's it, was. it actually called, though? Uh, like is, he didn't put an actual because in Colorado name they'd be Rocky it. Mountain oysters. Yeah, you know, you know. So all right, that that one's that one I didn't expect. That one I really didn't expect. Okay, but this one I saw is amazing. All right, so a competition because not all competitions are sport. Even though that might offend some people, not all competitions are sport. Okay, that gets into a whole other topic of how we define sport. But nonetheless. Right. Is there a competition out there that you've seen that you're like, okay, this is nuts? Grant has one. They actually watch this stuff in college, and I'm thinking Beavis and Butthead would have been a better use of your time. But we'll get into that in a moment, and I'll tell you the one that I saw, and I, I still can't believe I saw That's coming up next as we head into our final segment here on the Balloon Party, presented by Munganast Acura and Alton Toyota here on 101 ESPN. To the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now. Come on. You know you're going to be late again, and you know that I want to get there on time. Oh, no. Roy! Roy, 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 Roy! Roy, change your name. That, okay, that one could win. So that's the husband calling championship. We're talking about just strange competitions. Yeah, that was the first place champion right there. Oh, my God, I would run. I feel so bad for Roy, and I don't even know Roy. Doesn't your body just tense up listening to that? Doesn't it just cringe? Oh, my goodness. I would hide. Okay, here's the one that I that came across, and I don't know why this came across my social media channel. So that's the other thing. What when something what comes your algorithm to exactly, do that to you? Exactly. Okay. Do you know what a hobby horse is? I didn't before you explained it to me. Okay. For those that don't know what a hobby horse is, remember when you were a kid, you had that horse head on a stick. It's actually still a great gift to give to somebody if they've got kids. Kids have fun with them, you know, and then you run around with a stick between your legs and the horse head on it, and you pretend you're on a horse. Okay, for 10 years running now, they actually have done the Finnish Hobby Horse Championships. These are grown people running around a room. They're getting judged with these horses. They're doing jumps, like they're jumping over a hurdle, and I guess you got to keep the stick between your legs. i got to be careful where we do with this segment here. But uh, this is something maybe I should have brought up on the Riz Show at some point. In time. I guess you got to keep the stick between your legs. I don't know exactly what the rules are, but there's over 1,500 participants from Finland and around the world. And it's a celebration of passion, creativity, and the joy that hobby horses bring to people's lives. Listen, at some point in time, i got to wonder when you're probably not riding the horse right if you're at a certain age and it's bringing you joy. I, got, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to throw that one out there, Grant. I'm just imagining but, these people like a. It reminds me of the the dog contest where people show their dogs and walk around like you watch them on TV. But these people are riding a picture. stick horse. Look at that picture. There's little. There's jumps for them to run over and jump. 
Oh my God! They even have yeah. those. They, yeah, they do. I mean, this is I don't, and they, now, and I didn't even think about it. To now, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make a segment out of this. Then I'm like, you're right. Why the hell would that be coming up in my social media feed? You gotta think. Uh, I don't think I looked. Inner, I don't think I yeah. looked hobby horse up somewhere. So, is, my kids script. Well, are, what's they, the they one listen. you said in college? The Marble Olympics. Have you ever watched the Marble Olympics? It's so well produced. It's like gel marble runs that's on YouTube. Oh. And like they get millions of views too. And he goes through like their standings, there's points, like third, second, first. Like he goes all out. There's opening ceremonies. Doing it's really well wrong. produced. Thunderbolts, that's my and team. Yet you, you watched the Marble Olympics, yet you did not know who Beavis and Butthead were. That's correct. I came yeah. in and I said, What's up, fart knockers? And you, you looked at me like nothing. I just Mike Ryder goes laugh whatever, and I yeah. don't understand what it, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We got to roll. Hey, thanks for uh, letting me fill in for Tim McKernan here. Back tomorrow. We got hockey throughout the rest of the week. We got Craig Berube on Thursday. We got Jake, uh, Craig Berube tomorrow. Jake Neighbors on Thursday. And on Friday, we've got Tim Taylor. We're mixing in some other fun for you as well. It's a balloon party brought to you by Munganast Acura and Alton Toyota. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 a.m. sharp on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.